Well, good afternoon. I'm Evan Bray. Thanks so much for joining us today. We've had uh, a full show today with all kinds of different discussions we've been able to get into. The one thing we haven't really talked about too much today is healthcare. That's been very topical over the last couple of months. You and I have talked a lot about healthcare, some of the challenges that we see when it comes to resources. Of course, we've heard lots about emergency wards having real challenges, overcrowded, wait times, those types of things. We've also heard from the paramedics. Remember we had Paul Hills in here talking from the union standpoint about some of the challenges that paramedics are seeing. I love seeing good news stories, and this is the one that we saw in the news this week. The Saskatoon paramedics that are going to be joining Medivy coming from Australia. Big story. That's why I wanted to get Troy Davies in here. Troy is the Director of Public Affairs for Medivy Health Services West and joins us from his office in Saskatoon. Troy, thanks for taking our call. Well, thanks for having us again this afternoon. Beautiful weather, so it's a smiling day. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, for yeah, sure, it's, it's a big day for us. Yeah, yeah this is a big. Years. This is a big <laughs> announcement regarding a boost in some resources. Uh, tell us about this. Yeah, you know we uh, we kind of well we see call volumes that are happening across the province, and there's definitely some huge challenges on finding paramedics not only for our services in Saskatoon but Moose Jaw and Yorkton, which we also oversee, but just as a whole across the province and. Uh, we did uh, work with the government, and they have added, uh, I believe it's an additional 100 spots with SAS Polytech for an additional 100 paramedics to be trained. But during those that year-and-a-half type window where we're going to see some more paramedics come out of training, uh, we need some answers right now. And so we decided to, to leave our borders and head to Australia and do a big recruitment uh, out there. So how, how did this recruiting effort even happen? Like, why Australia? You know, it was relationships that we built uh, approximately 10 years ago where we uh, had a partnership with Australia with their training facilities there. And so pre-COVID, we actually had, uh, I think it's up to 20 Australian students come and do their orientation here with us because what they're seeing in Australia is the exact opposite of what we have here. They actually have been about 3,000 paramedics looking for work in Australia and that was the same for when they're trying to get in to do the ride along. So we offered uh, them to come here to Saskatoon, which they did, and they stayed with uh, with our staff while they're doing the ride alongs. And so that kind of started that relationship building, and then it ended during COVID. But we still had those contacts to step into after COVID. Troy Davies is my guest, the director of public affairs for Medivy Health Services West, talking about the fact that we've got seven new paramedics fresh off the plane from Australia, who will be working in Saskatoon. is Are there a lot of similarities between the work that paramedics do in Australia and Canada? Is it a fairly seamless transition? Uh, there, we are a little bit more advanced here in Canada, which actually helped with our recruitment when we were out there, that uh, the ability for paramedics here in Canada, and we work through our Saskatchewan College of Paramedics here in, in Saskatchewan, who actually came on the trip with us, which was huge for us. Uh, we can basically do more when it comes to intubations and other stuff that our paramedics are doing on the streets. So that was enticing for them to come. Uh, there is going to be some gap training that we're providing right now. Uh, they're upstairs right now just going through this uh, for the next month to get them to that level that they need to be. And again, we've worked in partnership with our Saskatchewan College of Paramedics to even make this a go. And we had immigration come with us as well to help with uh, the ease of them getting into the country. 
Uh, them stepping off the plane into minus 48 weather, that's nothing we could prepare them for. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that actually leads into my next question, Troy, is what did you, what did you use to woo them to Saskatoon? It, I'm guessing weather was something you had to somewhat prepare them for, but you know, was, was it the fact they were, they were over, did some ride alongs and then fell in love with the city or was there one thing in particular that helped? Yeah, we, we had a lot of background on Saskatchewan and even Alberta, which some of them are going to go to with our other services uh, for the next recruits coming. But I'd say we, we kind of catfished them a little bit because uh, there's when they stepped off the plane and seen uh, what they saw with minus 48 and an eye-opener when they walked into the car. with uh, We had jackets for them, thankfully. They... <laughs> Uh-oh, we lost our call there. Unfortunately, Troy dropped off. We're chatting with Troy Davies, the Director of Public Affairs for Medivy Health Services West. They just announced seven new paramedics who came from Australia. An incredible exchange program. And as Troy was talking about, this is something they've been cultivating for some time. My suggestion is this. Why don't we take a quick break, see if we can get Troy back on the phone. I've got a few more questions that I wanted to ask him, so so let's do that. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back, hopefully, to finish and continue our conversation with Troy Davies of Medivy when we come back on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. We were chatting with Troy Davies, the Director of Public Affairs for Medivy Health Services West from his office in Saskatoon. We dropped the call, but we good news is we got him back. Troy, you were talking about how you wooed these new paramedics from Australia, seven new paramedics that will be joining MetaV. Did you also talk to them about the complexities in the healthcare in Canada? We did, yeah. We we've and that's kind of what they're going through in the next month is just seeing the difference, you know, what we're seeing in Saskatchewan, what we're seeing in Canada compared to what's happening in Australia. And there are some similarities there, but there's no doubt in uh, even our own province, even in our own city from numbers we just released this week on regards to even Narcan administrations by our paramedics, that since 2019, you know, mental health, depression, uh, overdose, opioids, those calls have been skyrocketing across the board for, for us in, in Saskatoon. And so that's something that you know, we shared with them while we were there, and we shared with them, again, they're going to learn more when they're here with us right now. And just, you know, the challenges that we're seeing on a daily basis and the stresses that we go through every 12 hours when we're dealing with overdoses and people who, you know, potentially not breathing when we get on site. Mm-hmm. Chatting with Troy Davies, Director of Public Affairs for Medivy Health Services West, just announced seven new paramedics from Australia and a great program built on a relationship that they have have formed with paramedics over in Australia and uh, now are seeing the fruit of that labor. And and the, the, the plan is for more, right? It's not stopping at seven. Correct. Yeah. We're, we don't have the exact number, but we're, we're potentially another 10 would be coming hopefully in the next month or so. And then we actually have some more that we are looking down the road here, not only for our services in the West, but our, you know, our sister companies in Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, you know, they're kind of seeing how, well, this went from our end of it that uh, maybe we can transition to help them out as well as uh, paramedic shortages are across the entire country right now. This is good news for the community, but it's got to be welcome news for your staff at Medivy as well because the need is there for more resources. Uh, paramedics in the province are run off their feet. Uh, this quick injection has to be a positive thing. Yeah, to be able to just you know grab them, gap train them, and get them on the street immediately is is definitely going to help right off the start we you know we there was an announcement from the government right around christmas of 
you know, 16 more full-time positions for, and basically two full-time ambulances for Saskatoon that we can start staffing and get things rolling basically, you know, a March-April type thing. So uh, they will have immediate impact on our staff and, again, the, the citizens and our communities as well. Is, is there a way, Troy, to replicate this in other countries? Have you explored that? Uh, it would be a lot of partnerships. You know, we're lucky in Saskatchewan that we almost daily direct line with the SHA and the Ministry of Health and, again, with the Saskatchewan College of Paramedics. And without any of those you know, you call it the the chain for the link of survival. Without any of those links that were there for us, none of this would have occurred. So it does take a lot of partnerships before you can pull something like this off, but thankfully we have that. And, uh, you know, it might be something for other services in Saskatchewan to look at as well. I love, I love it. It's outside of the box thinking. I think it's great. Troy Davies is my guest, Director of Public Affairs for Medivy Health Services West. What's the current situation like for paramedics in Saskatoon? I've... Uh, talked oh, quite openly on the show. My daughter's a paramedic with EMS in Regina, so I feel like I have a bit of a front row seat to some of the challenges. Um, what What is the situation like in terms of workload, um, work-life balance, all of those things for paramedics in Saskatoon? Yeah, you know, it's something that's, you know, our call volume has skyrocketed over the last 10 years. You know, we're doing over 40,000 calls just in Saskatoon. I know Regina's been on kind of that same trend as well from what they're seeing, uh, just from the information they share with us. But the job is, has changed dramatically, you know, from when, let's say, when I was working the street, you know, 15 years ago, you would pick up a patient and basically drop them off the ER, hand, hand, hand them over and go to your next call type thing, where um, we're seeing a population base, you know, just in Saskatoon, we had 14,000 people move here in the last year. Uh, so you have a growth period of that happening yearly in Saskatchewan, I would say, is one of the fastest growing provinces. Uh, you're going to have infrastructure problems, whether it's municipal, you know, healthcare, whatever it might be. So, you know, to see our ERs completely at times jam-packed and we have nurses and doctors running off their feet as well, and then we do encounter some offload delays, that's some stuff that, you know, that's just the new reality of the job. So it's there's some stressors there, but in addition to that, which I'm sure Paul touched on when he was on your show, is the amount of... Um, you know, violent calls and I'd say even stressful calls because anytime you get a call for someone who's not breathing and doesn't have a pulse, which is typically an overdose, um, and you used to see those, you know, maybe once a week or on the weekends where you're seeing them every 12 hours now. So there are some a lot of stressors there. But in the same token, uh, it's really challenged us as an organization to make sure that we have the resources available for our staff to take advantage of if they're having a bad call or a mental health issue or whatever it might be. You know, I I hear you talking about the the violence that has gone. I you know, it's it's I think back to again my early days in policing where you know, you did we wouldn't see a paramedic wearing a bulletproof vest or body armor. Uh yet now it's it's absolutely standard. I know you've had a couple of instances in the recent future or recent to past rather where windows in ambulances have been smashed uh while they're parked in certain parts of Saskatoon, paramedic assaults, these types of things. What do we attribute this to, Troy? Yeah, you know, with our the two that we we released, or we were, I guess with police in December was we had somebody actually try to steal our ambulance while we were putting in a patient in the back, and we had residents or business owners witness this and, and stop them. And the other one, we were dealing with a with a critical patient, and yeah, someone walked by with a baseball bat and smashed our our driver's side window and our paramedics. So. Now, those are things that, you know, my 28 years of, of being here, I've never seen and never heard of. So, you know, those are, 
again, we're a growing city with growing problems, and now you throw in a lot of the stuff that really is drug-based related that we're seeing in other major cities is starting to come to our major cities. Yeah. So uh, there's no real playbook when it comes to you know doing an additional 600 more Narcan administrations this year than what we did in 2019. You know, that's something that we could have never predicted. Well, that, we're just trying to catch up. And that's, I, I think about the drug issues alone. I know how much time they take up for police and police aren't the primary responder to someone who's overdosed or is going, you know, some kind of a health reaction to drugs. Is that something that takes up a lot of your time? Uh, it does, but you know the positive that we've we really recognized this year was the amount of people trained on giving Narcan in our community now uh, has probably made an impact where we would be seeing double the amount of calls in the last year from you know our overdose outreach program that the SHA is running here to the thousands of just your typical bystanders or those who would be with you know friends who might be using drugs who have Narcan on them and know how to use it. Uh, we get cancelled daily on these calls before we even get there as they've already been, seen it administered. So to have uh, that, the positive side of that, that's by no means a solution by any means, but it is having an effect on the amount of calls that we're responding to when we're seeing stuff like this for sure. Well, I appreciate the chat, Troy. I appreciate you giving us the update and particularly excited about these new paramedics that have come from Australia. And I think if I if I remember correctly, we've got you scheduled to come in studio next week, and we're going to talk a bit about AEDs, correct? We're going to talk hard safe, yeah, and the AEDs. We need them in every building, so we're going to do some plugs on that. Good stuff, <laughs> Troy. Thanks again for your time today. Okay, take care. Have a good weekend.